There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. What if I told you everything you know about the world is wrong? What if I told you that all the things that you believe to be impossible are, in fact, very much an ontological possibility? Reality is not what you think it is. It is so much more complicated, fascinating, and above all, it is terrifying. You see, we, we are at the fringe of the map, and there's more than just dragons. You head back towards the medical center. Yep. As you turn down onto where the promenade and the town square are, you can see there's a car that is also pulled up at the side of the road, and you can see there's blood splashed on the front of the car. Adam, how old is the car? Would it be from, like, the 90s, 80s? From roughly the 1920s, the beginning part of the 20th century, certainly. All right, I pull over and immediately head over here. Uh, doctor, I was just on my way to see you, and uh, what in the name is going on here? Oh, uh, terrible, terrible thing. Seems like we've had uh, ourselves an accident. What are they wearing, Adam? The two people who hit her... The man is wearing a straw hat, like one of those classic in a barber shop straw hats. Say, Dr. LeBlanc, mm-hmm. do you think it is unusual that in 48 hours there have been two men dressed in strange clothes from a bygone era? Uh, well, to be honest, I consider this second viewing to make things on the whole a little less strange. I kind of just assume there's an event. See, sometimes... No matter how strange or unusual or ontologically challenging our worldview is presented as being, sometimes you just have to accept that that's the way it is. Sometimes it's zebras, LeBlanc. Sometimes it's zebras. All I'm aware of is that uh, I think that these three people must have known each other. Uh, Not just because of their dress, but because uh, some of the people, uh, some of the onlookers said that she ran out onto the street to greet the car. What was she wearing? Well, a sundress, I suppose, and a, a pleasant-looking Sunday hat. But not something of this time period. Well, I would a say... A little old-fashioned. Sure, I, certainly. I would say that she was dressed... Did her face look like someone who'd seen an iPhone? No, I'm kidding. Um, so <laughs> seen a what? An iPhone before. <laughs> uh, in she my have medical a f- opinion, I would say this woman is unaware of the existence <laughs> of the iPhone. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Doctor. Uh, I'm, um, look, I'll let you get on with it. I'm going to come and see you later at the hospital. I'm, I have a psychological tactic that I'd love to try to see if we can help out John Doe remember who he is. Sure, sure. Oh, he's, he's, he's okay with me doing that? He, it seems more like a sure, sure. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, just, yeah. He just needs to, Damn, gonna... he's got a body and he needs to get the body yeah. out of here. All right, well, I'm, I might ask some questions. If I learn anything interesting, I'll let you know when I get to the hospital. Sure. Uh, well, I won't be too much longer. I'm going to come back to pick up these two poor people. Um, I check the time. What time is it now, Adam? It's probably about maybe like 11. What time did you call the police? Uh, I, did, I was not the one to call the police, but I believe they were called maybe five, ten minutes ago. Wonderful. <laughs> I've got 20 minutes. Sure. <laughs> Ish, ish. Yeah. Um, 
I'm going to go straight over to the couple and let the doctor head off. All right. And I had uh, our father, pastor. The priest looks over at you. Hello, good sir. How can I help you? Uh, these I was driving through. Are these people all right? Do you want me to clear the crowd away? Well, they're as right as they can be. Uh, Yeah, if you could make some space for these two poor people. The police are on their way to question them at the moment. We want to take them somewhere quieter? He looks over at his church. Sure, sh- certainly, certainly, yeah. I help him take them to the church. Because I assume the people won't follow us to the church. The two people are wearing... Yeah, thanks, Adam. Kind of, yeah. Do they like, look like Bonnie and Clyde or like that sort of shit? Yeah, not dissimilar. Yeah, yeah, well, so- no, Bonnie and Clyde obviously were not upper class. These two people look like early 20th century, but wealthy. Well-dressed, yeah. yeah. So like 1920s, 1930s kind of stuff. Thereabouts, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would describe it as flapper fashion. Yeah, cool. Great, wonderful. Yeah. Thanks, Adam. This is so good to know. Fucking hell. Where am I? <laughs> you wander into the church with the priest. The woman is continues to sob into her handkerchief, and the man keeps looking around. Um. Uh- Hello, um, my name is Heracles Melville. The man helps the woman into one of the church pews, sits her down, and then turns, and he is the one to talk to you. Uh, just before the police arrive, uh, we thought we'd have a chat. Yes, of course. Not. Old sport, I want you to let you know now <laughs> that it was me. I was the one behind the wheel. If anyone is to take blame for this, it will be me. Yeah, cool. So I know immediately, Adam, that it was his wife driving. <laughs> That's not really what I'm here to do. Uh, I have a couple of preliminary questions that I'll feed back to the doctor when I go to the medical center. Are you a police officer? Uh, no, I- I'm helping the doctor out. Uh, very well, then. Uh, how can I help you, sir? Uh, just some really basic information first. Uh, what's your name and your date of birth? Uh, my name is uh, James Gatz. <laughs> I hate you so what's, what's her name? Uh, the woman, uh, she's, her name is Daisy Buchanan. (laughs) (laughs) Let me guess, you're from West Egg. Um. Yes, uh, well, no, not originally. I live there now. And what's your date of birth, uh, Mr. Gatz? He looks at you as if he's confused. Um, I'm not sure what you mean. Uh, How old are you? Uh, I'm... He stops for a sec and he says, uh, spent time in World War One." How long ago? He doesn't say World War One. sorry. During the First sorry. World War. Spent the- time, uh, yeah, I fought in the Great War. Yeah, how old does this guy look at him if I'm just appraising him? Like, in his 30s? Hard to say, but around there, yeah. Yeah, so like, if he'd fought in the war, he would have done that. Was it, were you a younger man? Like, enlisted straight out of high school or a bit older? What kind of title did you have? Uh, thereabouts, uh, officer. Okay, so like he joined the war when he was like nineteen or twenty, Adam, and yeah. he's only ten years old, older now. And uh, yeah, 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 wonderful. Um, I do some calculations and work out that his birthday is like nineteen hundred or not eighteen ninety something. Yeah, and uh, uh, Miss Buchanan, what does she do? Is she your wife? No, no, she's uh, uh she's my friend's partner. He says you can see there's a lot of conflict in him. Uh, you don't get the exact... Con- you don't get a lot of context, but you can see there's a lot of conflict when he says that. Tell me uh, a bit more about your life and where you came from. Heracles is... I don't see thinking, how... Thinking about old the... Old sport, I don't understand how this relates to what happened. 
Well, no, I'm, I'm not trying to relate to what happened. That's not my job. It's to understand who you are and who she is and how everybody fits into this so that we might help the doctor make an assessment as to uh, the injuries, the incident, the connections. Because uh, some onlookers were saying that young lady was trying to flag down your car. What was her name? The poor woman we hit, her name is uh, Myrtle Wilson. The things in Heracles' brain that, are, brain that are clicking into gear. He merely realizes that he doesn't need the Telltale Hard Book. That's fucking irrelevant. Doesn't even matter. Doesn't matter at all, Adam, because after th- this question. Uh, Miss Buchanan, does she have a, a cousin? Uh, a Nick? Yes. How did you know that? Uh, Nick Carraway. Yeah, yeah. He's like a writer, served with you in the war, friend, something like no, that. No, we didn't. Uh, well, uh, uh, clo- not closely, no. I'm going to ask you a bit of an unusual question. My methods mm. are a little unorthodox, and I'm a, a doctor of the mind, you could say, rather than a doctor of the body. Psychological thought processes. I'm lying, but... It really, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, and so I want, to, I want to understand a bit about your character. So I'm just going to say a word, and you just tell me the first thing you think of when you think of that phrase, okay? Mm-hmm. He looks over at Daisy, who continues to sob into her handkerchief. Uh, bananas. Uh, I'm not sure what you mean. When I say bananas, what do you think of? First thing that comes to mind. A feeling? An emotion? Uh, split, he says. Okay, uh, money. Tool. Green light. He stops and looks at you. Hope, he says. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. Adam, 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 Adam. Heracles. I don't you? believe you are anyone official, are you? I oh, see, that's a mistake that you have made, Mr. Gatz, is you've assumed that I'm official because I sound like I know what I'm doing. The authorities will be here in about 15 minutes. You better get the rest of your story straight, and I suggest you avoid any talk of World War One or World War Two, uh, or the era that you came from. You've been hit in the head and you are confused. That's your story and that's what you should stick to. He looks at you with suspicion and says nothing else. He goes to sit down next to Daisy. The pastor puts a hand on your shoulder and says... Well, I do declare, my good friend, may we have a word in private? Suddenly. Just outside. Sure. A pastor, while we're walking out, you familiar with the works of Escott Fitzgerald? Uh, vaguely. <laughs> Baz Luhrmann? <laughs> I do enjoy my Baz. Anything about those two seem awfully familiar to you? Well, I am given to understand that the man's name he gave to you is a character from The Great Gatsby. Or at least his actual name. Now, think about this. He gives me that, and what did the man yesterday want to do? Uh, he wanted to uh, telltale heart. Yeah, yeah, yes. I think this is a literary predicament, which is... You think there's some sort of literary convention? Like a comic con? Oh, no. This is decidedly more weird and curious, Pastor. Do you... Something ontologically problematic. All right, then. Oh, okay. Anyway, what did you want to talk about? Well, I just wanted to get you away from the poor gentleman. It seems like you were upsetting and confusing him. Anyway. I don't think he's a real person. <laughs> the pastor looks at you with... Maybe he's from a Maybe book. disgust. Oh, maybe, maybe the book and him have combined, or maybe he's read the book and got hit on the head. I, it's very curious, isn't it, Pastor? Certainly. Uh, good day to you, Mr. Melville. Good day to you, Pastor. All right. Good day he, to you. He returns. He goes back into the church and closes the doors. As you're unlocking your car. Do I see a truck, Adam? No. No. You spot over by the blue plate, 
the door opens and out steps the man with the two briefcases, who only has one currently, and then Miss Victoria Sinclair. The man with the briefcase wanders basically towards you, but not, I should say rather, in your direction. Not towards you, just the same way on the street, in your direction. Miss Sinclair walks over to a car, a waiting limousine, where Mr. Dominic Wolfe it, well, you just, you don't know his first yeah. name, I guess, but w- whatever. Her Mr. bodyguard Wolf. is standing next to it. He lets her in, and then he climbs into the driver's seat, and they drive off somewhere westward. Where's he going? Well, you do you stop to observe him? Yes. Are you trying to hide? There's a lot of people still on the street, right, because of the accident? Yeah, they're dissipating. But there's enough people to hide you, certainly, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to keep a low profile, just gauge where he is. Let's Let's call it that. Okay, he miraculously does not notice you. Holy shit. You watch him long enough to see him walk down from where the Blue Spoon is, past the Riverside Lodge, and then make a left-hand turn going east towards... You, you've driven past it several times. Out to the east of Sabinville, it, just on the edge of town, is a place called Pelican Park, which is quite obviously like a Ferris ground, a amusement park of sorts. He heads in the direction of Pelican Park, and also just past it is Sabine High, the high school. Other than that, on foot, he's not getting anywhere. Those are really the only two places he could reasonably expect to get to on foot. Oh, he's going to the school. <laughs> um, I'm going to get in the car and just drive a little bit and like observe him from my car. This time, he spots you. What does he do? He stops, turns around, and starts looking at you, staring at you. Does he do anything? No, nothing else. He's just standing by the side of the road. There wouldn't be a sidewalk, so he's standing in grass, staring at you. I drive up and pull up beside him. He doesn't do anything. He's just stopped and staring. I'm on the window down. I say, friend, uh, can I give you a ride anywhere? You're standing in the grass. He opens the door and gets into the, the side seat. Describe this man to me. He is wearing... He's got simple sort of dress shoes. He would be wearing like a suit, but not an especially expensive looking suit. Not a rich nor a poor or shabby looking suit. Just kind of like middle of the road. Maybe something from... Like a step up from a a uh, like a regular retail store. But certainly nothing that would be fitted to him. He has a black leather briefcase which he has sitting now on his lap he's got dark brown hair very simple looking face like a nondescript man a man who disappears in the crowd pretty much and every man you can tell from his appearance that he's fit not super athletic just fit just fit yeah yeah like he could run pretty well he could walk yeah he could do some push-ups you can tell from the way he holds himself he has a level of confidence, and also you can see he has a holster, a gun holster, but there's no gun in it. Uh, where are we going, friend? He points forwards. To any building in particular? Right now, there's no building where he's pointing. He's pointing along the road. All right. Uh, do you have a name, or do you just like to keep things mysterious and interesting? He reaches into a his blazer and pulls out a business card, which he hands to you. Incredible. Does he have like a marking on his throat that means he can't speak or does he just choose not to speak? It looks like he's choosing not to speak, though 
you notice that when he does that, you notice he has a tattoo on his arm. You get just a slip of it from his wrist. It looks like the tip of maybe a spear or an arrow. He hands you his business card. It says John Smith with a Y. And underneath it, it just says the administrative assistant. Oh, he's the biggest hitman of all fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> he's such a fucking hitman, Adam. I hand him. I don't have. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Business card. <laughs> I just give people scraps of paper. Are you driving? Uh, okay, then, administrative assistant, Mr. Is it Smythe or Smith? He, he looks forward and doesn't respond. And we're going this way. Does he point again? If you confirm, he points again. Uh, if we make a quick detour in a different direction, how do you feel about that, Mr. Smythe? He turns around and starts staring at you. Yeah, okay. You don't want me to go in a different direction. I no response. He's put the just car staring at you. in reverse and we roll backwards a little bit. I just want to see what happens. He doesn't do anything. How far backwards are you going to go? Like I'm about to reverse out of the street we're going and going a different way. Well, you'd have to reverse quite a bit. It would look weird to a pass to another car. Yeah, you might cool. get honked at. Okay. Weird. All right, you get honked at. He smiles but says nothing and does nothing. <laughs> uh, I like you, John Smith. I think maybe we could be friends. What kind of administrative assistant? I could use an administrative assistant. All right, I'll take you where you're going. Uh, how about I, you do me, I do you this favor, drop you off, and then you come with me on a little adventure later on. I don't wait for a response. All right. But does he give me one? Well, he reaches over to grab the business card that he gave you. You want this back? No, he grabs it, flips it over, and on the reverse, you see it has his hourly rate. <laughs> How much is it, Adam? $10,000 an hour. I assume that's what's in the envelope. My God, you must be very good at administration. He doesn't say or do anything. Cutthroat industry? He doesn't say or do anything. Mm, man, I bet the hours are a killer. I throw the business card on the dash, <laughs> and I drive the direction he is pointing. This is taking a turn that I wasn't expecting. He guides you into the into Pelican Park. Into the parking lot for Pelican Park. It is currently closed during the... It's It'd be just after lunchtime. On a school day, it is closed. Well, I don't think you're getting a ride on the Big Dipper. Do you stop in the parking lot? I know as soon as I do, he's going to get out of the car. Yeah. I do. But Adam. Mm-hmm. Uh, now this is a chauffeur service. I try to get out first so I can open the door for him. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you could be that quick. No, when, when he goes to get the door, yeah. I'm like, oh, allow me, and I get out of the car to let him out of the car. He does, he, well, no, he's not going to do that. He, you get out, and he also gets out. Mm, I don't want that to happen. Okay, so instead of that, I don't slow down. Has he put a seatbelt on? Yes, he has put a seatbelt on, yes. Okay, so I pull up, he takes his seatbelt off. That's the first thing he does. If you've stopped, if you've come to a complete stop, yes. Adam? Yeah. Look into my eyes. Can you see mischief? I can. I want to know what's in that briefcase so bad. What would happen mm-hmm. 
if as I was coming to a stop, he took his seatbelt off and I punched him in the throat. We would go to initiative is okay. what would happen. Because what I want to do is I want to get him by surprise and take his briefcase. And I want to know what's in it. Okay. But uh, I'm not a fighter. <laughs> like at all. Uh, yeah, no, you know what? I'm going to pull up. Mm-hmm. I'm going I'm to pull up. What's he do? He gets out. He gets out. I get out too. All right. He closes his door and he wanders over to the entrance to the park, I, which is closed and locked. Yeah, I just follow him. Like we're both here together with the same purpose. When he gets to the gate, he takes out from another pocket, he takes out a little, like a single, a pair, like a pair of binoculars, but a single one. Yeah. He takes that out and then he turns to back to the road and he looks through it as if he's scanning for something. Has he put the briefcase down? He's still holding it. I just stand there with him. What's he doing? He puts, after a second, he puts that back into his pocket and then he walks over to the gate, has a look at the lock. And at this point, he looks over at you, then takes one knee, putting the briefcase on the other knee, and he puts in a code and pops it open. What's in the briefcase, Adam? You move around to look at the briefcase. The inside of the briefcase looks like that. (laughs) Okay, so listeners, Adam has just, um, has just, Sent me a um, a disassembled sniper rifle in a briefcase. Uh, he had two briefcases. Um, what I've just realised is one of them probably just has clothes, and the other one is gun. <laughs> is that right, Adam? I'm not going to say. No, Adam. Yeah, it's a, one of those foam lined things with a with a disassembled gun that he is going to put together. Inside, in addition to that, he pulls out a pistol and a silencer and begins threading the silencer onto the pistol. Now, friend, this doesn't feel very administrative, now does it? He looks over at you, and then he puts the gun to your head. Well, see, I assume this is you politely saying, Heracles Melville, get back in your car and drive away? He doesn't say anything, no. But does he nod? Does he give an indication that that's what he wants me to do? Nothing. Has he been hired to kill me? I didn't consider that. You're not from a book, are you? All of these things and more are running through your head when a new thing enters your brain. A bullet? A a bullet, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He shoots you in the head. Wait, am I dead? Let's find out. Wait, 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 wait. Did I actually just get shot in the head? Yeah, you did. <laughs> okay. Can I put some willpower on not dying? Uh, on your turn. Uh, you take five points of aggravated damage because it's a headshot. Yeah, what does that mean? Aggravated damage, so... Lethal damage comes back at one point a day. Bashing yep. damage is one an hour. Yep. Aggravated damage comes back at one a month, if it comes back at all. Can't wait to go to bed and find out. <laughs> five, did you say? Yeah, you take five points of aggravated uh, damage. Oh, is Heracles going to have to wear an eye patch? It's your turn did, first. So it didn't kill me. It didn't kill you straight away, no, but your vision's gone blurry. Okay, so where did it go through? My eye, my head? I would say just above your left eye. Yeah, okay, because I assume I'm standing front on and he's put it this yeah. way, not like to the side of my head. No. Yeah, okay. What if I can sweep his legs and run? What am I doing, Adam? I was going to go to the hospital, show a man a book. Instead. I'm instead sh- you're doing this. Instead I'm doing this. Um, yeah, I try to sweep his legs so I can get out of here. 
you... I learned some things in prison. So this would be a brawl strength. So your strength is two, your brawl is two. That's four dice total. And I'm putting willpower on this, Adam. I remove the two for his defense. So you've got five dice in total. Great. I just want to try to knock him to the ground. Oh, four successes. Four successes in total. So you... Uh, is your attempt, so you're trying to knock him down? Basically, I'm trying to, because I assume we're close enough that if I kick out, I'm trying to get him to basically surprise him. He shot me in the head. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. not expecting me to then trip him over. So, yeah, you, with four successes, you can force him to the ground very easily, sure. Is that, uh, I'm just letting you know, your options basically were to do four points of bashing damage yep. or to knock him to the ground. Knocking him to the ground. I want to knock him to the ground, right. yeah. You knock him to the ground. It's his turn. He brings with... Like a machine, he brings the gun in close to his chest, where your chest is, where it'd be basically impossible to miss, and he fires three times into your chest. Cool, Adam. Cool. Um, Do I get anything extra for defense on this? You get your defense on this, yeah. Okay, that's good. You roll off him as that happens, and he fires straight up into the air. It's your turn again. Uh, Adam? Yeah? I'm assuming the briefcase is on the ground. Yes. Yeah, I grab the briefcase and run to the car. Okay, you run as far as you can get. Yeah, that's it. I'm All getting right. out of here. He doesn't have to worry about your defense anymore. Mm. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, this time you're not so lucky. Okay, but I still am lucky, Adam, in that I'm not dead, right? You take five more points of damage. Uh, only, only lethal this time. This is the thing, Adam. Yeah? I don't, I don't have enough. So the way it works is... You take the three points of lethal damage, and then yep. it starts spilling over. So yep. the next, the extra two points of lethal become aggravated damage in boxes with lethal damage. Yep. So you're com- you're nearly completely full of aggravated damage. Why did I fucking do this? You have one point of lethal damage. Heracles, every round, you yep. need to make a check to stay conscious. Yeah, okay. If you fail the check one time, you fall on... Oh, and you take another point of damage yeah. each round because you're I, bleeding out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, I'm basically dying. You have you have ten seconds, and then you're dead. Mm, I'm so far away from everybody. How far into the parking lot would you have gone, Heracles? Not super far, because I I was planning to maybe karate chop and push him out of the car. Okay, so first off, you need to make a stamina resolve check to stay conscious. Yep. Can I put willpower on that? Of course you can. Wonderful, man. I'm so hoping I heal overnight. <laughs> You stay conscious. Thank fuck. You can sprint as fast as you can across the parking lot. To the car. To the car. Yep. And then Heracles, you still take a point of damage. <laughs> the blackness comes at, comes in at the edges of your vision, and then it swallows you completely. Oh, Her- no. <laughs> Heracles Melville, you die. <laughs> but Adam. Yeah? This isn't how I die. you wake up in the sabineville medical center you're naked on a slab adam do i have any wounds whatsoever you look down at yourself and you don't think you see any wounds but as you look down you feel a terrible pain rippling through your back Mm. and then an awful headachey sort of pain I put my hand in my head. Is there a bullet hole in my head? You feel head? a bullet hole, yeah. Uh, I put my hand around in my back. You feel wounds on your back as well. But they're not bleeding? Are they sealed up? They feel 
uh, you probe around? Yeah, a little bit. I'm going to make that a resolve check. No, I'll do it on my head, actually, rather than my back, because that, right. that's easy to get I think through. I'm still going to make that a resolve check. Though. Yeah, sure. No successes. As soon as you start probing particularly close, it it's pain. It's painful, yeah. Yeah. My, hand, my hands come out. away bloody. Yeah. But I'm alive. Yeah. Naked in a morgue, Adam. Yep. Is there a clock in the morgue? You look over. There would be yes, but it wouldn't have a date on it. It's now, what, just a clock. What, what time does it say? It says 3 a.m. Okay, you so it's presume been... it's a.m. because it's dark outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like eight hours. Uh, I gingerly try to sit up. Once again, that tearing pain through your back, but you are able to sit up. It's It hurts. Is there a mirror or anything? You oh, Would there be a mirror? Yeah, you know what? There would be a mirror, yeah. I go over to it and try to look at my back. So there's a cluster of three bullet holes in your back. Yeah, that perfect, like, yeah, if you're good at shooting, perfect, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, shooting uh, the... Triangle, yeah, in your back. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> it's Heracles. bleeding slightly. It but, not, looks, but not badly. It looks pretty... You can see the same with the wound on your head. It's scabbed over. It's closed, like but it's, there's... It's healing, but yeah. it's slow. Yeah. Because it was significant. Mm-hmm. Heracles is the sort of man who, who who has phone numbers in his brain. Mm-hmm. Is there a phone in the morgue? Here? Yes, there would be, actually. Yeah, a phone, like, on the wall. I immediately ring Rowdy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does he answer? Yeah, he answers. What? Oh my god! Uh, Heracles, what do you want? Rowdy, uh, I think I died. What? I so uh, I, I, I'm investigating this predicament down here in Sabineville, and it is well, it's strange. There's things off and all around me. You understand? Yeah. Well, it's very strange. Stranger than anything else. I think books are alive, but that's not the important part. The important thing is. I got shot in the head, and I've woken up in the morgue naked, and I think I died, Rowdy. As you're saying this to Rowdy, you realize your back feels sticky, but not from blood. Hot and sticky. You reach around, and you realize for the first time you can smell grave dirt. You touch your back, and it feels sticky. It comes away with that green substance. Fuck. When you finish speaking, Rowdy says, Sabineville, I'm on my way. I'll come get you. No, no, no. I, I, I've got it under control. I just needed to talk out loud and kind of nut this one through. Uh, I think I died, Rowdy, but I think the town brought me back. The, the stuff I found on the heart, it's on me as well. The stuff you found on the heart? I found a dead body in a warehouse, and I took his heart out, and I examined oh, it. Oh, God. The heart, please. The heart has guan. I don't think the body was a real body. I think it's a character from the Telltale Heart. I'm coming to get you. Well, if you're coming to help, that would be really good. But if you're coming to take me away, then I'm afraid I'm going to have to refuse. This is big, Rowdy. This is majesty big. Uh, all right. All right. Sabine Medical. Um, you hear him fumbling with the phone that you've called him on. Um, about half an hour away. All right. Ah, see, now we're in the real predicament, uh, Rowdy. It's the Huma 30-minute problem. What? Any problem, anytime you call the police, you have to call the Huma PD to come out here, and it'll take them 30 minutes to get here. And in that, right, right, yeah. It's, do you know it's 3 a.m., Heracles? Do you ever think about that when you call me? I just died, Rowdy. We'll see about that. He hangs (laughs) off.